Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. The Bills are in the playoffs. We got the Joe Burrow Bowl, a couple other great games this weekend. And we got Brady and Breeze chasing records like McGuire and Sosa. A little less steroids, a little more deflation. Here we go. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Episode 65 of your favorite NFL podcast. Uh, we are all here, home, safe and sound. Everyone at Huck Studios. Even Leslie's back uh, from in the Philippines doing our stats. Thanks, Leslie. Uh, we're brought to you by Huck Media, the biggest, baddest entertainment corporation on the planet, doing some wicked stuff up in Muskoka this weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to be home. It's fucking snowing out a lot. Uh, if you're up in Barrie, you probably won't hear this for about a month. <laughs> Drive safe. we got some wicked football coming up this weekend. Uh, the Cowboys going to mess this up because they're the only ones who can stop themselves. We'll see. Uh, they could get out-coached out by a cantaloupe, so their players are going to have to do it. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Thank you to everyone who's been rating, reviewing, subscribing. If you're a subscriber and you haven't rated, you know, rate it up. If, you're, if you rated it and you haven't subscribed, hit the fucking button. Uh, but we love you and thank you to all the, for all the social media love out there. Remember to follow us on Instagram at who's talking, H-U-S talking. Can't spell talking. Fucking congratulations for finding the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get right to it. Weird Mike, you got on some tie-dye today, kind of with the white background of the window snow. Uh, you're kind of blowing up in my face a lot, but uh, yeah, man, how you doing? Merry Christmas, everybody. I knew you were going to do that. It's kind of early, isn't it? Early? I'm, we're I, Christmas week. I don't, I'm, it's officially showtime, I don't, Jeff. I don't mean to be a Scrooge. I say, I, I, you know what? I was saying Feliz Navidad all fucking week. So, so uh, Merry Christmas to all the Look Who's Talkers. Feliz Navidad, Buon Natale, Joyeux Noel, wherever you are celebrating oh, that? Yeah. your uh, festive season. Safe travels because uh, the Look Who's Talkers, they love to travel. Yes, they do. Every continent. I think everyone loves to travel. Every week. Uh, not everybody loves to travel. People don't even, who don't even travel that much will post like a countdown of when they are traveling next. Like 47 days till Montreal. So back to your original question of how I'm doing. Yeah, how are you doing, tie-dye? Uh, I'm okay with that nickname for the show, if you want to roll with it. Uh, all the people on Weird Mike's Christmas list are probably going to be getting a big lump of coal. Oh, yeah? Because uh, Weird Mike took it in the shoot. Backdoor... No lube, week 15, one of the worst in five years. Yeah, a lot of bad beats this weekend. Did a you lot get, of bad beats. Was yours uh, the Eagles Redskins? Because that was pretty bad. No, mine was the Oakland Raiders. Oh. In their final game <laughs> at home in Oakland to end their season. Yeah, that would hurt. Against a hapless Jags team. Love that word. Uh, 16-3 at the half. Yep. Uh Kicker misses three. Anyway. Kicker missed two field goals. Hey, we got to move on. <laughs> I guess so. But this is the this is the Festivus part of the show here. It's Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Absolutely. What, whatever you're into. Airing of grievances. Yep. Fuck <laughs> Raider Nation. And the way they walked out of town in an embarrassing. Get the hell out of Oakland. How do you not make that win happen? Forget about my bet. Wait, 50 years of history. What do you? So, uh, <laughs> lump of coal for the look who's talkers. For everybody that just had to adjust their volume two times, uh, we hope you're listening in your car because uh, my ears hurt from that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got Gardner Minshew, bro. What are you gonna do? I'd like to apologize if anybody experienced any decibel issues here. Um, I fucking heard of it. <laughs> R.I.P. Week 15, worst week and a half decade yeah. for Weird Mike. Hey, you know what? We all uh, including the bagel on the weird pick. Yeah. The donut turns to a bagel real fast. As, eh? one, of our, as one of our Look Who's Talkers uh, commented on Instagram, R.I.P. Hashtag smash No, 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 no. <laughs> you always go back for another donut. But uh, it turned into a bagel. I'll admit it. Uh, that Uber driver also gave me a bad rating. Of course he did. So <laughs> it, uh, it kind of came full circle. When I saw that Sunday night as... Uh, anyway. We... I, I, I asked for two picks in a video, you know, and, and, you're, and I'm like, you know, remember more football, a little less foch. And I think you remembered that for the first 10 seconds of the video. And then from the other side of the Uber, 
you are screaming into the camera like you're a hockey player that just got a penalty and you've spotted the GoPro in the box and you're like, fuck you. And anyway, I spent about, it's, you know, it's 30 seconds of, 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 of nose, mouth yelling. Anyway, Max seven seconds and way, most of that showing the lambskin. I told bro. you about the Cowboys, bro. You know, like these, they're, they're they, uh, they feel the pressure of, Jer- of the Jones family. And eventually it boils over into, into high-performance football. Uh, true story, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, hey, you, you know what? Uh, you're still pretty, anyway, still pretty hot. But, uh, yeah, definitely a bad week. Gambling Donut was, uh, was, was, was mucho, mucho no bueno. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <clears throat> anyway, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Drew Brees. I thought there was a large celebration on Monday Night Football. I was watching in the Ecuador, in the Guayaquil Airport. Uh, you know, the, the Saints shit kicked the Colts. ESPN Deportes? Yeah, you, you got it. You got it. Um, <laughs> shit kick, I thought there was this really big celebration. And then, like, uh, you know, this just got so much love about for Drew Brees and the whole thing. And it's a great record. He's a great quarterback. I really like Drew. The Saints are my pick to get to the Super Bowl from the NFC. We talked about in Truth of the Week. You know, watch out for the Saints. Revenge is a hell of a thing. But that record's going to be rebroken. Next week, you know, by Tom Brady. And then rebroken again. Like, this still is going to flip-flop back and forth about three times. I just thought, I'm like, like you know, every home run that McGuire and Sosa hit. That was fun. Which it, That was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm loving this record chase. This is really cool. Also seeing two guys do it with this, roughly the same number, chasing, you know what I mean, a guy who just retired a year ago. Stuff doesn't happen too much. Pretty cool. So it's going to be really exciting next few weeks to see who gets it. But for the kind of opening, you know, opening drive down the fairway of this little two-week record chase, I'm like, you know, this big Sally, I'm like, look, this is going to be rebroken at 1.30, or sorry, Saturday, Saturday at like 5 o'clock against the Bills. That's why you need that red zone. Speaking of the Bills. Speaking of the Bills. As a bunch of Bills, look who's talkers are probably fucking saying right now, like, you've been blabbering on for 10 fucking minutes. And the Bills beat the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Sure did. And it was awesome. Sure was. I said to one of our Look Who's Talkers, Matt Harris on Instagram from Ecuador, I'm like, I hope I'm wrong. Hugh Picks went 4-1-1 this week, by the way. Oh, how about that? How you doing? 46-38-3 on the year. Uh, and my only loss was a picking against my beloved Buffalo Bills. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a bad duck. <laughs> it was, it was, bad. It was uh, whatever, 4 one and one it's a good week. Yeah, yeah, great week. But uh, the Bills are in the playoffs. Big win. Hey, hey, hey. Not even in, and this is different than the Tyrod Taylor Bills. Like Way not, different. They're not relying on Andy Dalton to beat the Bravens uh, to get in. They're in with two weeks to go. So congratulations, Coach McDermott and the staff and, ten, and Josh ten, Allen. Ten and four. They're going to have $90 million of salary cap next year. Really good on the road. This is very, very exciting. I think they got a shot this week in New England because New England has that fail safe week 17 at home against Miami exactly. where they can still get whatever they need. Right? How, how about, so, yeah, yeah. Keep so going, now sorry. you got these bills loose, clinch the thing, probably not going to get the division or the bye. Right. And, but they don't care right now. No, no, no. They're rolling. They don't care right now. They might care next week, but now is now. And, yeah, well, I don't know. Confidence is high. They like their defense in their locker room, and rightfully so. They're looking at each other like, "Yo, you know, the Ravens are getting a little more pub, but we like we are basically the best defense in fucking football. We, you know, if we had any sort of offense in that game against New England, we beat New England at home. Whatever that was, week four, week four. Uh, yeah, it was a block punt touchdown. Right as well. Right, the defense stood up to Tom Brady, and we're like, "Yo." Fuck you, old man. We got you this time, okay? Then they were within a fourth and goal, or basically, of beating the Ravens. Uh, they shut down Lamar and company, you know, for the most part. At least slowed them down quite a bit. So now the, I, I'm giving them a chance. I'm not picking the Patriots this week. I'm not necessarily picking the Bills, but they got a solid chance to win this game. And then it sets up for the weird Mike Super Bowl of uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick with maybe... 
the best gift he ever plays for the Bills, the best game he ever plays for the Bills, uh, is actually in a Dolphins jersey, somehow beating the Patriots in, in week, uh, week 17. And that would give the Bills a home game and a bye. Yeah. And wow is right, Huck. Yeah. Wow is right. The Bills hosting nobody. I don't care who you are in the NFC and the AFC. You don't want to come into Buffalo for a home playoff game. We'd have to go. No. Oh yeah, we go. All of us. We go. Yeah. We even get. You know, we even get uh, uh, voice of God out of purgatory. (laughs) We get on this train. Yeah. Well, he's hardcore Pat, so doesn't matter. We bring him. If uh, if Fitzy, anyway, it just sets up for. We paid him thirty six, seventy million dollars or something. Buffalo did. And he never did anything. $70 million for this one win against New England's worth everything. Wow. And you know what? Fitzy's the kind of guy that actually cares about Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. And he'd be like, you know what? I would love to. He'd love to go back to Buffalo and, like, people buy beers for him. Or, Or also, Bills fans have proven that they really support stuff like this. Andy Dalton's charity ended up getting, like, $700,000 over the course of a year or two from Buffalo the Buffalo area. Western New York. Yeah, Western New York. That's like way more than the people of Cincinnati ever gave him. Um, yeah. Money so, talks, bro. Right. So Fitzy's got a charity. Well, I'm sure he does. Look at you getting influenced by the mind of Weird Mike, eh? The Fitzy fuck soup yeah. final week. Would love to see it. Let's go Buffalo. Also, their Let's franchise has never, hasn't been in this good of shape. Uh, since the Jim Kelly era, I think, as far as what look, it's looking like for the future. Congratulations, Bills fans. You deserve it. We deserve it. It was really dark there for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we mentioned the Bengals. They are playing the Dolphins this week. Also known as the? Burrow Bowl. And Heisman Trophy winner, Joe Burrow. Great speech, by the way. If you like the kid or don't like the kid, watch that Heisman speech. Sure, he cried a lot. You almost wish you would have stopped about halfway yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, a little too many tears. Sure, but it was emotional. I still you know respect the moment. It was transparent. It was aware. It was, don't you want that guy as your quarterback? Like, come on, you know? Ohio boy. Yeah, Ohio boy. So, so this leads us into nobody in Cincinnati, their, their, the, the region, the fan base, the organization, the owner, probably the players, Want to win this game against Miami this week because they all want Joe Burrow as their quarterback. It's good for the team. It's good for the brand. It's good for the coach, Zach Taylor. Hey, look, this gets me at least a couple years, you know? But if they somehow mess this up, if they beat the Dolphins, and then, you know, some, like, you, can, you can accidentally win NFL games when you're at home, you know? It is hard to accidentally win on the road. So the Bengals, if they lose this game, cinch the top pick in the you draft. You got it. Yes. With one win. And if they, Pretty much. If they win out, which means they'd beat the Dolphins. Yes. Which would have the tiebreaker. And then the Dolphins go into New England, and they get Joe Burrow. Right? Wow. So this is the Burrow Bowl. And that's why the only person in Cincinnati, like if the players like miss a tackle or whatever, like I don't remember a game where... It's totally okay to just not play good, you know? Like, they're going to walk into these meetings on Tuesday, and, you like, you know, they show, like, a missed tackle where the guy went in for a touchdown yards after catch. He, you know, he's not getting reamed out. He's like, right, you know what? We've we got to do that a little better. <laughs> Moving on. So is that a preview into Hugh Pick? There's, yes. There's one guy, one guy in the whole Cincinnati fan base, region, organizational structure that might want to win this game. You know who he is? I do. The Red Rocket, Andy Farvin Dalton. <laughs> and because unfortunately, he has his hand on the ball. He sure does. More than anybody. He sure does. But I, I think that's enough. Where if, that's enough for me. If a mediocre quarterback is the only guy in your locker room who wants to win the game, that's not going to get the fucking job down the road. <laughs> no, you take the Heisman Trophy winner from your home state. Yes, absolutely. And let the script. You know what? And, off. You, and you might even get pulled. And just in case he gets a little bit wise, you might see Zach Taylor just be like, you know what? Hey, Finley, why don't you take the second half? For no fucking reason at all. On a in the sidebar. Most, in the most admitted tanking game in history. Could see it. So I'm saying don't get mad at it, folks. Take advantage. Take the Dolphins. But, yo, 
If they bring in Finland, nobody wants Andy's time and since he's done. So, yes, he might be a woman scorned. Yeah. If you will, yeah, the red hair. We might just fuck but them on the Ryan way Ryan Finley might not want Joe more. Sure. Than Dalton. You do Wildcat for the entire second half. <laughs> there you go. You put it in Joe Mixon's hands. You don't there think that guy go. wants an LSU quarterback? You know? Sure. Mixon. Give me yeah. three. Mix, Mixon's the Give guy me three throwing. yard and a half runs. And so we're what's, gonna, what's we'll that punt. number? What's punt that number? Third down. Fuck it. Oh, you tell me in Hugh Picks what that number yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It's minus one. I just told you now. <laughs> so, oh, you did, eh? Yeah. I'm caught up in the dynamics of the the Burrow Bowl. Yep. Anyway. Take advantage. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the bigger games this week. That was quite... I No, no, no. I, I love it. Don't it's get me wrong. It's very interesting. It's kind of a week slate. It's super interesting. Week slate. I, I'm not crazy about the slate. You got... Okay. I'm also jilted. We got Bills, Pats. We got uh, Eagles versus... Uh, Eagles, Cowboys at home for the Eagles and with a division on the line. Let's be honest here. That's a massive fucking game. Troy Aikman's calling his seventh or eighth Cowboys yeah, game this, this year. Guy off. It's crazy. It's enough already. I love Troy, but he doesn't love the Cowboys. <laughs> That's obvious. He's just ashamed of them. It's like this is a ridiculous waste of talent. You're going to pay Dak Prescott more than I ever got in my career? This guy could barely throw it out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that game. The Cowboys should win. They're more talented. Eagles definitely have the better quarterback and the better coach. So what do you do? I don't know. I can't pick it. Um, this is one where I would traditionally always take the Eagles. The game's four playoff spot. Yeah, Dallas wins, they clinch. Basically. No, the, Dallas yeah, wins, Dallas they clinch. Wins, they clinch. Eagles, Eagles win, they have to win their final, win game the final game yeah. against the Giants. You got it. I believe. Which is a win. Should be. Um, so yeah, it's for the division. I'll be in uh, MTL. Do you, who do you like in that game? Uh, I like Dallas. I like Dallas too. Philly, it wasn't Philly's time. I just Dallas every other year, uh, despite all the bullshit. As always, Dallas still gets what they needed and wanted. You want to hear something weird? Always. <laughs> if Jason Garrett suddenly got pneumonia on Sunday morning, okay, and was did, did not was was definitely reported to be out, not doubtful, but out. Yes, the, the, the coach of the Cowboys. They show up with no head coach. I'm smashing on them. Okay? I'm smashing on them. Minus two and a half? Absolutely. Just don't get in their fucking way. Because you know what the players would do or whatever? Kellen Moore? They'd give it to Zeke 30 times. You get down by seven, whatever, ten in the second quarter, it doesn't matter. We're going to give it to fucking Zeke over and over and over again. And I think they win the game. Yeah, Eagles... Uh... A lot of full information in those two wins from the Bird Gang. Yeah. Overtime win against Manny, who hasn't played in three months and at a, home. And a massive comeback win. And they, a they, massive comeback. Were they down 17 or at one point? Or 15, uh, uh, I don't know. It was, they were down all game. Yeah. Final score, touchdown. Final play cover. Yep. Turned all to Vegas. And then Dwayne Haskins, Redskins, comes in and makes uh, some. He's hungry. He's winning. He's hungry. He's winning that final game yeah. well, at home. I think I like them this week against the Reds against the Giants. But so we're gonna run down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, the Eagle. I want to take them. They got they got the better coach, Doug Peterson. They got the better but that's quarterback. It. That's their only. But that's it. It's not the better quarterback. They definitely not the this year. Not this year. Yes, this always. I disagree. Forever. <laughs> There's. You see. Anyway, should have to come back to beat the Redskins and Giants, and that's a problem. Philly needs to lose, and they need to exit the Super Bowl era. <laughs> they need to rebuild while not rebuilding. Right. Like, they got to get those. We talked about it last episode. Um, by the way, I don't think there's anything more I love than when our fans get on us for more content, pushing the episodes. If we miss one, we miss a post. Yeah, I got some heat about yeah. this, missing an episode. I and like that. And I kind of rolled over with a smile, so... Uh, Thanks, Lucas. Yeah, Tigers. sometimes it's nice when, like, you're, you know, when you, if your girlfriend just is a little bit jealous, like, you know, you know, or like, or misses you and admits they miss you, you know, it's nice. We, we miss, I miss, I fucking miss you guys too. Speaking of missing, uh, that'll take us to our Remember the Titans section. Oh, Huck Daddy. Huck Daddy. Not, not just the tough loss, but um, are you aware that uh, their kickers have missed more field goals? than they've made this year. It is the first time 
in 20 some odd years, I think 23 years, that... 1987. Whoa. That's uh, 32 years. Damn. More missed field goals than made. Yet still in the playoff hunt. Yeah, I didn't know that stat until you guys brought it up. But that is probably the difference between a playoff spot and not. Right? That's uh, that's what? That's uh, 12 missed field goals, 36 points, one game of scoring situationally for sure. That's at least one game, if not two. And, like, I'd, Hawk, whatever you – like, remember I told you, like, this is what Tennessee does? They win a game they're not supposed to win. Then they shit kick someone. You put those two games together and you think they're a good team. And then you get weird Mike smashing on them in the back of an Uber. <laughs> like, she's a Taiwanese hooker. <laughs> so I just hope that you look who's talkers, you know. So anyway, just – It's cemented. Uh, Tennessee – It just took four games this, year, this time instead of two. Wow, just legit took the league by storm for five weeks. Tannehill and Henry, like a fucking 80s cop duo. And, uh... <laughs> but, yo, Tennessee is legit like your weird uncle at the holiday season, man. You, you don't know what he's going to say. You don't know how he voted. Uh, you've seen him kick the shit out of somebody a couple of Christmases ago. So you don't really know what to expect. And you got to respect them. But... You know, Vrabel, the whole thing. Anyway, crazy game against New Orleans this week. It's like the uncle you see at Christmas that's never really super successful, but never really out of it. You know, like you just see them and you're like, yeah, all right. Hey, you know, do it. how you doing? Yeah, you know, getting along. Eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine. <laughs> they make everything. Always s- the same every year. Hey, but see, again, and this leads us to a classic Titans game this weekend, which could be one of the games of the week that we didn't mention. Titans hosting the Saints, season on the line. And then they also play Houston next week again. Yep. Um, I think uh, I think you got to box that game. Little pool spoiler there. Yeah, yeah. We'll box New Orleans, that one. Tennessee. Because Tennessee, Tennessee can win that. You got Derrick Henry. You got a great defense that, uh, you know, it's going to be tough sledding. You told we, me, me and Mike were talking about this game last night, and he's like, "You know, a sloppy track down there in Nashville." I'm like, "What? The sloppy track?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It's bowl season. It's Nashville. It's got. It's like 22 and sunny right now. 22 Fahrenheit, Celsius, probably maybe negative 14. It was chilly bananas there in that Houston game. <laughs> I bet if you looked up the weather in Nashville right now, they're not saying it's chilly bananas. Hucks down on, here in, Hucks on it because we're still talking about the Tennessee. Titans and he's fucking Jack City. <laughs> Either way, it's not sloppy track. Sometimes Weird Mike lists, I've told you this before, just like back at the Grey Cup. Nissan Stadium. He lists opinions as facts. We were talking about Jumanji, okay? And Kevin Hart's car accident came up and he just lists, he just says like, yeah, yeah it, uh, it changed uh, the schedule of the Jumanji release, you know, his accident. And he like knocks on the table to kind of confirm Confirm the fact. No, I'm like blessing his health I'm after like, a rough year for like, our friend Kevin Hart. I'm like, you know what, Mike? I don't, I don't think that's I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> oh, there you go. Actually, hey. it's four degrees. You know what? I'll lay down Jumanji. I got the weather in Nashville. <laughs> anyway, I looked it up. We're tied at one. <laughs> I looked it up. Kevin's heart injury did not affect the release date of Jumanji. I think it affected the press tour whatsoever. The sure, press tour. maybe, but that's, that's a, that. we were t- we were watching Fallon. You said specifically in a factual way that it affected the release date, and I'm like, you know what? This is a billion dollar movie. I don't think they would do that. And anyway, listing opinions as facts. That's sometimes what Weird Mike does. Uh, we got some futures bets coming up for you. Also, our Hugh picks. Weird Mike's smash and sprinkle hashtags catching on the gambling donut. Uh, yeah, and uh, a truth of the week that's going to help you see some of this shit coming. Uh, and our pools ticket. I don't know if I want to hear the truth before the pools. Because sometimes the truth affects, you know, gets some thought momentum. Me thinking one way. You thought know, momentum. I like thought that. momentum. Hashtag thought momentum. I like that. For that- truth of the week. <laughs> go ahead and, uh, go ahead and drop that on us. All right, giddy up. Uh... Look, uh, last week, me and Weird Mike were making our pools ticket, and I'm like, hey, I want to box the Atlanta-San Francisco game, okay? And he moans on the phone like he's your 75-year-old grandfather getting into the hot tub. Like, oh, 
<laughs> like, what the fuck, man? I'm telling you, they got a chance here, okay? Uh, and anyway, I could see, I've always had a habit of being able to see some, uh, some big boxes coming. You don't always hit on this stuff. It's not exact. It's not like taking, uh, you know, the LA Lakers to beat, uh, you know, to, I don't know, name a crappy team, to beat the Wizards, okay? That's what they do. That's not necessarily a bold call. But to smell some of these big upsets, you got to have upset glasses. And that's what I'm going to give you in this week's Truth of the Week. Hey, yeah, you might have just made it fat just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the Week, folks. Uh, look, on any given Sunday, these are all professional football players. And sometimes we get carried away uh, with how good a team is. And basing it on, you know, the Vegas spread, oh, this team's a 13-point favorite. Of course they're going to win, you know? Well, that is exactly when you can make a lot of money uh, by either picking upsets or boxing games or playing a pool ticket. Uh, and sometimes it's hard to see these upsets coming. You're like, man, how did that happen? Uh, but I think, actually, if you ask the right questions when looking at a game, you can actually see these upsets coming. So I've always been pretty good at this, and I'm going to try to help you guys out by giving you some of Jeff Hewlett's upset glasses. Here we go. Okay, how to smell an upset. First and foremost, who is the quarterback? Is the quarterback Luke Falk? Okay, some guy you never heard of from who gives a fuck state? <laughs> no. Uh, and specifically, like, in this Atlanta game, yeah, we had Matt Ryan. Always capable of putting on a high-caliber performance at NFL Pro Football. Okay, this guy won the MVP two years ago. He's pretty damn good. So if the guy, if, you know, if the... If your team's if the team's starting a backup quarterback, sure, absolutely. They're you know they're much more of a viable uh, underdog that's probably going to lose. But if you see uh, a former MVP quarterback as a ten point underdog with a relatively healthy team, well, this sounds like a chemistry problem rather than a talent problem. And there's they're always capable of winning because football is played once a week. It's, we have this recency bias where it just seems like Atlanta hasn't played good football in, you know, in your mind, years. But it's really been like they have 14 games, 15 games. Or if a team has two bad games and then a bye week, you're like, man, that team is absolutely shit now. Well, maybe they lost in overtime that first week. That second week, they had a couple of fumbles. And then they go on a bye week and you forget about them. The Chiefs went on a bye week and they're like, man, everyone forgot about us. We're still pretty fucking good. So anyway, ask yourself, who's the quarterback? Like, uh, even though the Chargers are shit, they're always capable of putting on a high-caliber performance. They have Phillip Rivers at quarterback. This guy knows how to play quarterback chess against defenses. So if he's, a, if he's a bad rookie or a backup, sure. But if he's a former Pro Bowl or rock star quarterback who's just having a bad year, watch the fuck out. Okay, second question. What would have been the spread in this game before the season, okay? Uh, perfect example coming up this, uh, this week. We've got the Rams versus the Niners. Right now, seven-point spread in favor of the Niners. But that's because the Niners have been playing excellent football this season. But before the season, we just line up this talent on the field. Now add Jalen Ramsey for the Rams, take away Talib, so they're even slightly better. This probably would have been a one-point or two-point spread for the Niners, okay? So that's a big difference. Basically, what I'm saying is the Rams are absolutely capable of winning this game. The chemistry of football that they've been playing recently would say that, you know, they're probably not going to, but they're capable of it. So if you played this game 10 times over, man, the Rams are going to win like three or four of those. Whereas if a team's a really big underdog, if they play the game 10 times, they should maybe win once, and that's it. So that's what you want to sort of ask yourself, okay? What would have been the spread before the season started? Because this, that allows the recency bias to go away. You can smell this shit coming. Okay, third question. Why are they big dogs? Are they big, do are they big underdogs because they just got shit kicked on national television? Are they big underdogs because they lost their starting quarterback? And if so, who's their backup? So just ask yourself, why are they big underdogs? Rather than just accepting everything Vegas gives you, you don't want to just look at a point spread and be like, well, 10-point dogs, they're probably going to lose. I'm not going to look into this. Look into it. Uh, another one, is the favorite used to being a favorite, okay? Some teams aren't really used to being this massive favorite. They just made, recently got good. For instance, again, this Niners-Falcons game, the Niners, sure, they're, they're a great football team, but they are new, 
at being a great football team. And Atlanta, they've been shit-kicking the Niners for like six years. And they're like, what are you, we're a nine-point underdog against this team we've beat the last five times we've played them? So there's that mentality too. Yes, Niners are playing way better football, but talent-wise, these guys line up pretty evenly. Okay, is there any distractions going on? Ask yourself that. You know, is there, is there drama? Is the coach maybe going to get fired? Is, does the quarterback want out? Is, did, did the star receiver just do some sort of interview where they looked like they were on ecstasy with Little Wayne bashing their quarterback? Distractions, they matter. A locker room's like a family. Uh, a tough fucking family. Kind of like a motorcycle family more than anything. All right, home and away. Home dogs are live, okay? Home crowd is a serious thing. It's a serious thing. When you have the home crowd booing you off the field at halftime, it's like your wife booing you out of your house halfway through sex, all right? She's the one who's supposed to love you. They, those people all paid hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars to come there and cheer your fucking name today. And they, you are letting them down. So there's a natural inclination to not let that happen, you know? Uh... Okay, is there any coaching or coordinator connections? This is important. How well do you know the offense that's coming against you? Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons on their Super Bowl run. Then he went over to San Francisco. These guys add little nicks and knacks to their offense, but their offense structurally somewhat stays the same. You know, the checks, the formations, and, and the, what they're trying to do schematic-wise, you know? So there's just a keen awareness for that. Where was Shanahan coordinator before Atlanta? Washington, okay? How did Washington do? This horrible Washington team actually shut down the San Francisco offense pretty well. Couple field goals in that uh, soggy, soggy track down there in Washington a couple weeks ago. So awareness matters. How well does your coach or coordinator know the other team? This matters. Also, is it a lack of talent or a lack of chemistry? Because a lack of talent can always win games, all right? Uh, uh, sorry, a lack of chemistry can always win games if you're still very talented. Look at the Dallas Cowboys, okay? <laughs> so they got a ton of talent, bad chemistry, and they're, you know, they're, gonna win, they're probably going to win the division. So these are things to ask yourself. And finally, who is the coach? Because Jason Garrett can lose to anybody. Doesn't matter how good the team is, okay? Who's the coach? Because it's very easy to get out coached in football. And uh, it's not really going to happen too much in other sports. In basketball, I don't, don't know. I'd say I don't know half the coaches in the NBA. I don't think it matters. It doesn't really matter that much. Who are your stars? That's who you're really rolling with, to be honest. If you're looking too much into the, the depth, the bench, and all that shit, who are the stars? This is pretty much who's carrying your bet. In football, coach matters. That's why we know them all. So, uh, yeah. Couple of questions to ask yourself. Look who's talkers when you're trying to sniff a big upset. Couple upsets that I could see coming as we lead into our pools ticket. Uh, well, you know what? We'll just talk about our pools ticket. So your upset glasses? Upset glasses. Truth of the week. Truth of the week. Not to be confused with your beer goggles. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Because, you know, Saturday night, a couple hours before kickoff, it's easy to get confused. Absolutely. Um, well, and also, like, you'll catch yourself on Sunday being like, watching a team and they're up like 10 nothing, and some rocks pro bowler that you've seen catch awesome passes like Julio Jones for years and you're like yeah why did I think these guys were going to lose by 11 you know so just save yourself from that stuff put on some glasses baby alright winter shades week 16 giddy up so this is the pools ticket again just a quick little rundown if you don't know what a pools is uh, it's basically picking all of the games no spreads you're just picking who's going to win all of the games on Sunday uh, including Monday Night Football. And uh, may the winners be yours. Over $700,000 up for grabs, and you share it with everyone else who goes perfect. If nobody goes perfect, one wrong gets it, et cetera, et cetera. But let's be honest here, it almost always goes perfect. There are three games on Saturday this week, so the Fuck yeah. Sunday schedule is a little bit lighter for end of the season. Th 13 games, and the boys at Look Who's Talking are going to be boxing the following five. Wait a minute, we, we were going to talk about the last one. Whether we whether we take the Vikings straight up or, or take or <laughs> whether we box the Packers or Vikings or box the Browns or Ravens, I think we should just keep stalling the pools ticket until after the picks. Either way, 
I'm just saying, you can't just read this shit out that we haven't decided on yet. Okay, here's who we're taking straight up. All right? All right. Okay, we're taking the Atlanta Falcons straight up. Based on the truth of the week, upsets goggles. Yes. We're taking Atlanta Falcons straight up, no box, versus Gardner Minshew's Jacksonville Jaguars, who screwed weird Mike last week, and we're hoping that doesn't double down. They also disgrace the honor of Oakland. By the way, how Oakland was it? I think this is the most Oakland thing I've ever heard. Like, their team's leaving them in Las, in, to Las Vegas. You know, Chargers fans, they give, like, the big, like, hey, we don't really, you know, we're a bunch of white sort of families, and we don't really care. There you go. See you later. We're going to go to the zoo, you know? And Oakland, the black hole, like, no, no, no. This is how we do it. You're leaving? Fuck you. You know? Here's garbage. Like, it's the NWO for NCW, from WCW. See, it doesn't sound like you lost money, but it sounded like you cared. I wanted Oakland, I like to, make, that. I wanted Oakland to make the playoffs. So I wanted them to win that game. For I, reals. I like John Gruden. Anyway, okay. We're taking Atlanta to beat Jacksonville in Atlanta because Atlanta's trying to keep their coach. And again, rock star quarterback, there you go. I'm taking, we're taking Pittsburgh uh, to beat the New York Jets in New York to keep their playoff hopes going. Yep, yep. Uh, we're, we're taking Miami in the... Burrow Bowl. Giddy up. Uh, at home to beat Cincinnati. We're taking Washington. Haskins wants it, needs it. They need it. They're at home against the New York Giants. The Giants had their sort of, you know, rose their bowl game. If you, bowl the, game. the Eli Bowl last week, Correct. okay? Now they're on the road. Danny Dimes is back in. This is when you start to get players not wanting to get hurt a little bit. These teams, these games don't matter. There's a sense that Pat Shermer is probably going to get fired. So now it's like, all right, I ain't, you know, breaking my fibula for this asshole. So uh, see you later, Shermer. You're a dick. Anyway, uh, we're taking the Denver Broncos at home to beat the Detroit Lions. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got Drew Locke at quarterback. We got a team that's trying to win. I think Vic Fangio is going to put his mark on that game as a defense. And uh, Mr. Blau. Yeah. Gonna, that's going to be a uh, tough some, one for Mr. Blau. Uh, let's check Mr. Blau's uh, record in altitude. <laughs> I'm not sure this guy's played too many games mile high. No. Uh, could be a teaser hit hard. Yeah. Mr. Blau. For the Detroit Lions, the backup quarterback, Matt Stafford, just went on the IR. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a good week for him. And we're taking, as mentioned earlier. Yeah, we're going to take the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to take them. This was a tough one to not box. Again, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at home for the playoffs. That's, you know, regardless of their talent levels everywhere else but quarterback, like, that's a tough place to lose. Like, the, if you're the Eagles, this is yeah, a tough but, game but, to lose. We've seen it happen, and we know it's readily available to happen. And I think Dallas kind of like uh, how Stella got her groove back last week uh, with the win. They want that. They want to clinch that playoff spot. They want to just relax. It's, Fucking, there's a lot of, there's been a lot of stress the past month They need month a bye a week. I think they get it. Uh, Favored as well. Well, they won't get the bye week. They, they'll, they'll get the, they'll get week the, 17 will be a bye. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Cowboys in probably my toughest pick of the week as far as like not being not boxing the Eagles, but we're gonna roll with the Cowboys. There you go. Okay, we're taking the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night. Sunday at night. Chicago, giddy up. Done. Sh Chicago just got eliminated last week. You know, season over, and here comes the Sunday night football crew wanting to know why. Yeah, it's just a shitty week. It's like getting, it's like having like you know going on TV the week your girlfriend broke up with you. You know. <laughs> Maybe in a couple weeks you'll be ready to be a star again and be like, hey, you know what? This is great. I'm a football player on Sunday Night Football. No, no, no. No, no, no. You, you let Bears fans down, and they're about to let you know about it. Classic timing versus need. Also, I think Kansas City is secretly the best team in the league, and uh, bad time to face them. Okay, so now we here we are. We're going to box five games. Five boxer, folks. So you can only box four. We're playing two tickets, so we're splitting it. So he plays a four-boxer, I play a four-boxer, and here we go. So we're definitely boxing Arizona at Seattle. Done. Even though Seattle's, you might be thinking to yourself, Seattle's going to win that game, boys. Well, Arizona's offense is doing something pretty special right now, and it's still new to the league. It's hard to stop. Uh, Pittsburgh stopped it successfully, but they are, again, one of the best defenses in the league. The Seattle defense lets teams score. Uh, they got a lot of turnovers last week against Carolina, but otherwise Carolina moved the ball all right. So 
We're smelling upset. Plus, it's a division game. That's one thing I didn't mention the truth of the week. Watch out for the division games. These are always closer than you think. So we got Arizona-Seattle box. Seattle's probably going to win, but uh, Arizona's capable of the win, and we don't think a lot of people in Ontario will be also picking the same thing. And this is where you can get really rich. And getting really rich looks really fun. Ain't, ain't, that Richie Rich movie looked a lot of fun. I want to... I still want a water park coming out of my window. Even if I'm like 46 and, and win this thing, I'm still getting some ridiculous thing like that. Okay, box number two. I wanted to take the Chargers here because I feel like Oakland's the new, kind of like the Bears, they just basically got eliminated. But then we looked it up and they're not eliminated. They still actually have hope. They need a lot of help. They need Pittsburgh to lose both games. They're probably out. But by the time their game kicks off, they won't be. So this is why we're boxing the game, because the Chargers are out. And old man Summer <laughs> has gotten to Phillip Rivers, and he <laughs> might be done. Might be. But that's why we're not taking the Raiders uh, by themselves either, because Rivers could have one of those Coronation Eli-like games. This is their last home game. They don't really even have a home. Yeah, the home they don't even fucking have fans. The home field is... Uh, Nobody's going to thank him for anything. They're going to play some... They might take him out of the game in the last minute, and nobody's there. Or cheers. Anyway, they don't have fans. They're not even a real team. Go back to fucking San Diego, you idiots. <laughs> All right, box number three is, uh, we're taking, is Carolina versus Indy. This is a weird one. Now, again, the first question of our truth of the week was who's the quarterback? And in this particular game, that matters. Kyle Allen looks like he's fallen off you know, the house. Uh, four bad picks last week. They're starting Will Greer. They're starting Will Greer, the West Virginia quarterback. Uh, some touted him to be a first-round, uh, with a first-round grade, second-round grade. He got drafted in the third round by Carolina. He got hurt in training camp, or he might have already been in by now. This guy can throw. So we'll see. It's his first game. Going against what used to be a good indie defense. Uh, Indy season just ended. Yeah. It's kind of the same spot as the Bears, right. just not in prime time. And I've been kind of saying it the last month, like, they weren't supposed to be at the top of the conference. They weren't really supposed to challenge for And they did for the majority of the season. Yep. And now the wheels are just falling off, right? There's a couple different types of boxes you can do when you're doing these tickets, whereas sometimes you're, like, you're really taking a chance, like Arizona, Seattle, or you know, Baltimore, Cleveland. And there's some where you just don't want to pay attention to this game for one fucking second. You just don't, you don't want to see anything you know, on the clicker. Also, I could see Indy winning by 20. I could see Carolina winning by 20, and neither would surprise me. That's why I don't like this game. So fuck you, game. Carolina and Indy, we're boxing you. Okay. This is the Andy Huckle box. Uh, New Orleans at Tennessee. We yeah. don't know. Yeah, two good teams. One's at home. One doesn't kick field goals. The other one's still angry. It's Yeah. Drew Brees and Sean Payton's offense oh, for their whole tenure have just been way better at home, always. Now, especially going on the road against tough teams, because Tennessee's a fucking tough team. They got some mean dudes on that team. And uh, a crazy... Alabama horseman at, at, uh, at running back who can just break through walls. So, uh, yeah. Don't know who's going to win that one. Okay, now here's our conundrum. We're either going to box Green Bay at Minnesota because Minnesota should win the game. They're, they're at home. Playoffs sort of, you know, they're trying to get in this wild card spot. Uh, but, you know, I have the much better quarterback on the other side with Green Bay's Aaron, Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers. And good God. I mean, they're 11 and 3. They're 12 and 3. 11 and 3. They're good. Very good. So, yeah, they're not necessarily as good as 11 and 3 would say, but they're good. So, it's a tough one. And I mean, in a traditional sense, you could take Minnesota and then just hedge your bet on Green Bay if you're perfect going into Monday Night Football. But you might not even be able to hedge enough if you really think Green Bay is going to win. Here's the other thing Kirk Cousins on, in prime time against good teams. I know. He's, he's 0 and 74. It's a real number, folks. It's, that's, not, that's not the real number. <laughs> I know. No, no. Yeah. Like, whatever the number is. It's really bad. It's real. One in 26 or something. So what do we do? I will, I'm smelling. Look, 12 Baltimore Ravens just got named to the Pro Bowl. This team is not used to being good yet. I don't think. This is still a new thing for them. So I, I, know, I think they're going to win the game. They're the better team. If they get pressure on Baker, Baker's fucked. Josh Allen could at least escape a little bit. Lamar can escape. The Ravens can bring pressure. 
They've improved in the secondary since that week four win that Cleveland beat the Ravens in Baltimore. So it's just a tough one. Now, it's rare that a team that's basically out, like Cleveland, uh, <laughs> gets the chance to maybe t- like actually still put on an end-of-year playoff-like atmosphere game against their rival. Because if they beat them again, that's something, you know? So this is their last chance for their fans to not boom off the fucking field. Beat the Ravens. But those weirdos in the dog pound love to boo them. Sure. But Baker, Odell, Landry, Chubb, I mean, they just, they're always talented enough where, I mean, you know, you can't pick them, but it'd be a crazy box. And the whole world's on the Ravens, bro. This is where we get $700,000 and not five hundred and twelve because everybody, you know, because I don't know. So smelling it. Um, I'm going to interject my weird pick here as we intertwine the pools because I want to counteract everything that you just said about that Baltimore game. Those are the Jeffrey. three biggest words I've ever heard you use. I was really impressed. Oh there. my god! Weird pick of the week. Yeah. We're smashing on the Ravens minus ten. This is a team. Hashtag smash and sprinkle. Yes, thank you for that. No problem. Trending. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens have been off for 10 days, and they now have a chance to clinch a first-round bye and top seed in the AFC. This could be their last meaningful game for three weeks if they achieve everything now while the momentum is still rolling, while they're playing a team that already beat them, one of the only teams that has beat them this year. Correct. Uh, we're talking some deep level hate here. We're not talking about, you know, Lamar versus Baker, although I'm sure they hate each other. Uh, <laughs> but we don't know that. <laughs> come on. One's drafted one, one's drafted 32, and they're playing. Lamar wants to stamp. This is a phenomenon. Hashtag opinions is facts. <laughs> Baltimore left Cleveland in the middle of the night. Any chance they can to pound them? This is such a perfect spot. It all comes cum- crumbling down on Cleveland. That boo, that fucking negative home crowd juju, that's, that can only happen there. The, ra- the Raider, Black Hole, or the Cleveland Dog Pound. Hashtag waist deep. They're going to get fucking buried in the Dog Pound this week. Buried. What's, what's you your predi- can't. Bo- I'm talking hashtag double alt line, folks. What's your predicted score? 55 10. Okay. Like just, just an obliteration. You know what? Honestly, I would like Cleveland more this game if Baltimore beat them in week four. But really the only blemish on Baltimore's card this year is that home loss to Cleveland. Sure, they lost at Kansas City, but that's a tough place to play. They were streaking, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Their only blemish is this game that they've had 10 days off to prepare for. Cleveland just gets steamrolled by one Heisman Trophy winner, true. Kyler Murray. Did not look good doing it. Uh, and now will be getting destroyed by the other Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Uh, who, again, may be playing a game uh, for the last time in a month, like, full steam. Like, they're not going to, if they get it all sewn up, they're playing Pittsburgh in their last game, Baltimore. That's uh, They don't want any part to do with that. You're, you're right, you're right. They don't want anything to come down to Pittsburgh final week. Correct. This is a stamp moment, folks. Hashtag double alt line. You cannot. I hope that that powerful sermon on the Baltimore Ravens got you from wanting to box that Cleveland game. Please, God, (laughs) tell me. I'll box that Monday nighter. I'll, I'll fucking roll with the pack. I'll go against the hedge tradition. They got, you know what, the, the extra days to prepare. <sighs> we'll talk about it. Okay, our, our resting ticket right now, we'll post the ticket on our story. The resting ticket right now is we're taking Baltimore, we're going to box Green Bay, Minnesota, and that's only because we have to fucking move on. <laughs> resting ticket. Resting ticket. I we'll accept. post the final ticket tomorrow. Uh, so there's a quick rundown for you. Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, Denver, Dallas, Kansas City, Baltimore, Boxing Arizona at Seattle. Boxing Oakland at the Chargers. Boxing Carolina at Indy. Boxing NOLA at the Tennessee Hucksters. Uh, Boxing Green Bay at Minnesota. Thinking that Kirk Cousins might actually win one important game in his fucking life. And we will post the ticket on our story tomorrow. Let's see if I could talk Mike off this Baltimore roof 
but he is quite a member of the flock. By the way, talking about Baltimore wanting to come back and beat Cleveland because Baltimore left Cleveland in the middle of the night is basically like saying, uh, yeah, this guy beat his wife, they got a divorce, and every, every once a year he goes back to the, her house to beat her again. No, Cleveland wants to beat Baltimore every year because of that. I don't think like Baltimore's the 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 the, the wife beater. The organizational hate is is preached down. It's not. It does you know the players matter obviously. But right. Anyway. Anyway, I just I mean, if, at one point this running thing's not going to work. You know that's all I'm saying. And it's not week sixteen, folks. You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. I would also like to semi-apologize for jumping your Hugh picks with the much better record. Yeah, that's okay. For the record. By the way, you do that on about hole 17, one of every two times we play. Like, if, you just have, if you're having a shitty round, and you, you'll say to me, like, yeah, have a smoke. <laughs> and I fucking wanted my honors. Stay tuned for the sprinkle. <laughs> Here comes the mistake. And the little, the, the little, oh, yeah, are you going to do the sprinkle after? Yeah, it's, I shouldn't have done it. Right. But the okay. Baltimore ledge. All right. Here we go. Uh, we're 46, 38, and 3. The big 4, 1, and 1 week last week. Thank you to uh, the Eagles because I didn't deserve to be 4, 1, and 1. But sometimes your good luck rolls with your bad luck, so whatever happens, never say it, it's rigged because you sound like a fucking idiot. Here we go. You! Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. Uh, I'll be posting a video of my Hue picks uh, on Sunday morning like I did from Ecuador. People seem to like that. And doesn't make you have to listen to the episode again. So uh, there you go. Remember, folks, please share these episodes and give us your... Uh, Share your tickets or your bets. If you're, we're making you some money, uh, big, big shout out to our buddy Mattisbacker. You're welcome for the Patriots. Uh, yeah, and Tom says you're welcome too. I talked to him. Here we go. I am taking the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three at the New York Jets. This is an entire team that needs this game against the New York Jets, who don't. And uh, I think Devlin Hodges makes up for his poor performance on Sunday Night Football, which is protecting the ball a bit more because that's all they need to do. This defense is going to do the rest. If Sam Darnold saw ghosts on Monday Night Football, I guess the New England Patriots a few years, a few weeks ago, he's not going to like Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, and the boys who absolutely need this win, will get this win, and basically can outpower and outmaneuver the New York Jets offensive line basically all game. So I just don't like the Jets to be able to move the football. I think the Duck takes care of the ball and the uh, Pittsburgh rolls. Minus three, take it before it goes to three and a half. Okay, take it the Denver Broncos. This is a gift. I love this game. Uh, minus six and a half. It would be more. They didn't put up a stinker against Kansas City. So thank you, Kansas City, for making this under a touchdown. I got Denver and Drew Locke and a pretty healthy uh Denver Broncos team, especially on offense, that wants to win. And I think Vic Fangio, their coach, wants a nice a nice statement game for their defense. Hey, let's hold the Lions and Mr. Blau to three points or six points or maybe nine points. And watch Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton, and this offense light up this home crowd one more time. Show a little bit of hope going into the offseason. Uh, I like it. Broncos, six and a half. Take it. Okay, I'm taking the Chiefs, minus five and a half. In, uh, in Chicago on Sunday Night Football, look, the Chiefs are sneakily the best team in football right now, okay? On the road, uh, they just beat the Patriots by, they would have covered this spread, so you're telling me they can't beat Mitch Trubisky and the Bears? The Bears are not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with a totally healthy Kansas City offense, okay? This is amazing. They're, they're rolling right now, and just a bad time to face them. I don't care what weather it is either. This is not a... Andy Reid's teams actually do good in bad weather, okay? They, they'll they get your defense not being able to know where these option routes are going to go, and that's when you slip on the snow, and you're going to see some wide-open touchdowns for Tyreek Hill and stuff. Take the long pass over. Uh, yeah, Chiefs roll, and they want to make sure. They're absolutely trying to win this game. They want the bye. They want home as much home field as they can possibly get, hoping the Ravens lose to the Steelers, and... Uh, and possibly uh, the, the Browns. <laughs> okay. In the Burrow Bowl, I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm all in on the Dolphins. I like Fitzy to get this done. The entire Cincinnati organizational structure does not want to win this game. I'm telling you, we might actually see a real tank job here in football, which does not happen. Take the Dolphins. Minus one. Love it. Uh, I've taken the Packers. Plus four and a half on Monday Night Football. 
It's just too big of a spread when I got Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. If this was 1 o'clock week 3, you know what? I'm staying away from this game, okay? I got Aaron Rodgers in primetime, and they are also trying to win this game just as badly as Minnesota. The buy, They want the bye, they want the division, and they want a home field as much as possible. Right now, they're in the 2 spot, okay? So, uh, and the Basically, the playoffs in the NFC, in my mind, by, by the second week of it, is going down to this game. It's going to be Packers versus Saints. Then where is that game going to be? Is that game going to be at Lambeau? Or is that game going to be in the Superdome? Because that basically decides who wins. I think Aaron Rodgers is smart enough to know that and knows this is a must win. Okay? So, taking the Broncos plus four and a half. Uh, it's too big of a number against Kirk Cousins. I got, I got the way better quarterback. I'm taking the Rams plus seven on Saturday night. At San, at San Francisco. Again, San Fran's a great team. They're just really new at being a great team. You take this spread before the season, this would have been San Francisco by two and a half. Maybe, you know, maybe two. So I, I've got this extra five and a half points to play with. The Rams, uh, yet they look bad against the Cowboys. But uh, it's an up and down team. It's an up and down league. I got the talent to uh, to definitely at least cover the seven seven points. Say so they've already played San Francisco. They've already seen this offense. I don't think Wade Phillips' defense is going to get smoked twice by the same team. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback to smoke him. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Rams plus seven uh, with a solid performance. The Rams are also still in the playoff hunt. And they play on Saturday. So they're putting the pressure on Minnesota to win that game against the Packers uh, for that last playoff spot. So the Rams absolutely still in the wild card hunt. Uh, even though they took definitely a chunk of their playoff chances away with that loss to the Cowboys last week. Uh, sorry, Weird Mike. That was a tough smash. So, Q-Picks, which are 46, 38, and 3 on the year. We are taking the Steelers minus 3, the Broncos minus 6.5, the Chiefs minus 5.5, the Dolphins minus 1, the Packers plus 4.5 on Monday Night Football, uh, and the Rams plus 7 on Saturday Night Football in Santa Clara, California. Giddy up. You! Saturday Night Football, one of my... Uh... One of my all-time faves. <laughs> Who doesn't like it? I uh, love the Denver pick. I love Talked football. The, the on, whole altitude thing. I love football on days that end in Y. All right? Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, probably going to do a supersized teaser. Uh, Broncos and KC. Get them both to pick them. Take the number away. Nut up. And watch uh, Sunday Night Football in Montreal. That sounds like a supersized teaser. It sounds like something you'd get at a strip club in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing toonies at bitches. I'd like the large lady, but she just keeps, you know, her top on. Voyant <laughs> dancer. Supersized teaser. Um, I like the picks. Well done. Uh, not crazy about the Rams one, I guess, if I had to. Uh... Yeah, that's fine. San Fran, a little mojo, are um, looking to right the ship, if you will. Divisional game. I uh, like Jalen Ramsey to shut down at least one of the San Francisco. Anyway, I just like it. Uh, I'll be sprinkling, folks. You heard the smash? The most emotional smash ever? As Greg McDonald said, you know, it was RIP last week. But, you know, we're, bringing, we're, not, we're not killing it like that fast. We're not killing it that fast, Greg. Okay? We're 8-9 and nine on the year. Back under 500, playing a dangerous game over under 500 weekly. Yep. Uh, I'll be sprinkling on the least watched game of the year, the Saturday afternoon, 1.30 this week, Houston at Tampa on the pirate ship. Hashtag wenches. You know what? When in doubt, go back to what you know. And Mike knows wenches. <laughs> 50 is the number. <laughs> We got famous Jameis playing the best football of his career with a broken thumb. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 30-plus points weekly, big play offense. Doesn't even matter that Mike Evans is out. They're still putting up huge numbers. Obviously, he's a great player. Sure. But right now, the teams that they're playing, uh, and Houston, equally capable of big play uh, potential. Feels like a college game. Feels like a college game. Uh, I'll be watching. No doubt. Of course we will. And the over is 50, and I'll be sprinkling to start week 16. Gauge the waters. Sure. On the Galleon pirate ship at Raymond James Stadium. So we'll be sprinkling on the first kickoff of week 16. Over 50. Houston Texans 
big play versus Tampa Bay, big play. All right. Uh, we'll go live to the wenches for that one. <laughs> A.K.A. pirate hookers that are also cheerleaders. If there's a props for that game. Tampa Bay football. Take long pass over. If they throw up three props on OLG Pro Line, folks, because uh, Saturday games are rare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take a look. Long pass over. Maybe one of the half points over. Oh, could be a could be a post if I was to regain access. <laughs> no. So far, so far we've no, fallen oh, flat. It's been unanimous to not give you the password back from some of your best friends. Uh, <laughs> I think they really like unanimous. Yeah, that's unanimous. <laughs> so uh, if if he thinks it's worthy, then uh, you'll get it. But uh, look right. at that. We'll see. Uh, and news that does not matter. Uh, yeah, somebody put. Uh, a, a video together playing the full house music and then just listing a whole bunch of the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> it's hilarious. Like Odell Beckham Jr. just looking disappointed. Baker fumbling and then looking like, you know, the guy who's not allowed at near schools. Uh, Nick Chubb fumbling. Juice Landry yelling at the coach. Freddie Kitchen eating stuff, which he probably does a lot. Because he's a Freddie Kitchen nightmare. He looks like Humpty and Dumpty smashed together in one guy. They got zero ounce of mojo going. Ha-dumpty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why the whole world's off them. And if we pick them, we can win the world. You know? Do you want to win the world with me, Mike? Uh, I do. But that can wait till next week. <laughs> sure. Because that's not happening tonight. All right. Uh, another thing, news that doesn't matter. The uh, Tampa Bay XFL team, coached by the former Bears coach, former Alouettes coach, Mark, Mark Tressman. Oh, that's cool. Offensive guru. Pretty cool. Saw a video on Instagram of X follow at XFL. They made it was a weird video. They made all of them like look like they were best buddies already. These guys have known each other for a week. <laughs> Interesting location for a franchise, Tampa Bay. They barely support the Bucks. Right. And they went there must be I think they're going recruiting, in recruiting the, might be their center. Maybe they're going in with the devil rays on like group season tickets for like every sport in Tampa. You know? Hey, are you alive? Are you capable of leaving your house? Here you go. Here's tickets to all of our sports events. So you'll be able to watch the XFL on the pirate ship. Yes, you will. Ah, go Vipers. Now I'm starting to get it. Go Vipers. We should all we should all kind of pick an XFL team that we like back. You oh, know? I'm totally down. I really like the Battle Hawks because I like the name, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Yo, yeah, Ma shut, shut the huck up. Anything? No, I got my Titan stock in. Giddy up. Yo, we said at the top of the show, and we meant it, Merry Christmas. Enjoy the holiday season wherever you're listening and wherever you're uh, celebrating. Yeah, please. Remember, send us your tickets, bets, picks, anything. If you think we're idiots, let us know. Uh, loving the messages at Hughes Talking, and the best part is I'm the only one that can fucking read them now. <laughs> um, uh, that's not that funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, in the words of BOG, it's phone-stealing season. It is. When you're around the, the, the TV in the tree and they're asking what you're listening to, go ahead and steal your aunt's phone. Go ahead and steal your cousin's phone. Rate, subscribe. Uh, it all matters. And, uh, you know, this is the time to season to share. And somebody, for the love of God, steal Antonio Brown's phone for his own career. There's a whole bunch of teams that said they would have signed him if he wasn't so fucking psycho on social media. And uh, the New England Patriots trying to defend their championship, they fucking need him. Anyway, looking forward to the Borough Bowl. And so is everyone else. Will Andy Dalton screw everybody? Find out more. Tune in next week. Same Look Who's Talking time, same Look Who's Talking channel. Peace.